All right, seven-time professional bodybuilding champion, Guy Sistanino. What's up, dude? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, not much, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for doing this. Absolutely. How does it feel being retired, man? I mean, everybody saw that, uh, that farewell speech, and that was pretty emotional. Oh, thanks. No, I, nothing's changed, man. I still, <laughs> nothing's changed for me. I'm still training every day and doing the same shit. It's like yeah. uh, nothing's changed really, yeah. yet at least. What, uh, what kind of plans you got uh, for your future? Um, I got some business opportunities in the work. Um, some new businesses I'm probably going to end up starting within the next six months to a year. Uh, maybe moving, depending upon where things take me. But all positive. Just very exciting now that I have more time to utilize mm-hmm. things and not worry about, like, you know, when my next show is. It's, I, I could just work out and worry about working out and not all the other stress of the bodybuilding scene, you know? Yeah, that's, I can only imagine uh, how, how some people balance it um, when you it's have it. Could, it could only imagine. I mean, I've only done a small show, and it's, that's a drop in the tank compared to what you guys do. Oh, it's brutal. It's yeah. A lot. So what made you retire? I mean, you had uh, an outstanding career. You still uh, were, like, holding your own. What was the No, I wasn't holding my own anymore. The guys that were – when guys start beating you that have never beaten you for three, four, five years, and then they start to beat you, then you start to look at yourself. And that, my, my body doesn't look the same. I've had three shoulder surgeries. I've had stem cell injections in my shoulders, elbows, knees, back. I've had – um, two epidurals in my back. I've had knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and people normally wouldn't be able to make it through a quarter of the things that I've come back from. So it's like at some point you got to be realistic with yourself. You know, I, I'm not delusional. I, I'm uh, like some people out there that don't realize what they're looking at in the mirror. And my body doesn't look, look like it used to. And I'm okay with that. I see. I see. You know, <clears throat> you said you were you weren't holding your own. What were your placings this year? Because you did come in second in one show. Yeah, but there were second in a show with like five guys. Oh, okay, okay. That, that doesn't mean shit. You know, that's like somebody going, "Oh yeah, I got first place," and they were the only one in the show. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, that's why everybody's like, "Oh, you're still holding your own. You got second. I'm like, "Yeah, second at a show with nobody in." Yeah, it was great. Uh, I see. I see. Yeah. yeah I if, I I looked, if I would have looked the way I did at my last show. I would have won that show and been good to go into the Olympia. That's why that that's another whole motherfucking story. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, so let's, let's, let's quickly, you know, start from the beginning. I don't want to take up too much of your time, uh, but you basically, from what I understand, you fell in love with bodybuilding through a uh, transition through football. Is that accurate? Yeah. I started weight training because I played football for 15 years. And I was getting my ass kicked when I started playing. So oh. <laughs> the only way to combat that was training. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. And um, what made you fall in love with uh, the sport of bodybuilding? Just the, it wasn't really the sport of bodybuilding that I fell in love with. I never, I never said I love bodybuilding. I always loved to train. I just started bodybuilding because it gave me something else to do. Okay. I never fell in love with bodybuilding. So the- I'm not one of those guys. So all the other stuff, the tanning and the stage presence and wearing the... I like being on, I like being on stage and, you know, having fans and I like, you know, posing and winning, but I, I don't need that shit. I always enjoyed being in the gym more than anything. Right, right, right. I'm not a bodybuilder because I like to bodybuild. I'm a bodybuilder because I enjoy working out. If more people would fucking have that mentality, there'd be a lot better bodybuilders in this world. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I'm, no, it's not, it's not, that's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because actually, I, if you actually worked out because you enjoyed working out rather than working out just for an end goal and half the time you're miserable and don't want to go to the gym, 
you're going to train completely different. And you know a lot of guys like that, a lot of pro bodybuilders that are like. I know, I know, not not bodybuilders. I know people. Just yeah. Every all people are like most people are like that. They're just like most people don't like going to the gym. Most bodybuilders, I oh, I got to go to the fucking gym today. Oh, I got to do cardio. Oh, I got to oh, I got to eat this. Yeah, most bodybuilders hate fucking do, doing the whole process. I enjoy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. I enjoy being. I enjoy the lifestyle of eating healthy and training. Right. So in the last, like, um, I would say in the last. Well, maybe well, maybe a year, year and a half or so. You kind of found this. Ex- I mean, you were famous before this, but you found this explosion of fame, even more so with uh, with uh, bodybuilding bollocks with Fuad and Nick and so on and so forth. Tell me how that uh, changed your life. I, I I mean, the podcast really didn't change my life. I mean, okay. and my I mean my my following hasn't gone up that much either. Really? No. Oh. I when I started with the podcast, I was at. 350,000 followers or through like 348. I'm at 358 now. So, Oh, I didn't know. That. I just think, I just think people look at the podcast and think that it explodes because the podcast does create the podcast does crazy numbers. Yeah. But as far as my, my personal brand, my personal brand, just my personal brand seems to be more popular because more people, more people are, are recognizing it. But I, my, as far as my reach and stuff, I mean, it, it's grown, but not like substantially. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, I, I've gotten way more um, well known over the past couple of years, but that has to do with a lot of other things, not just a podcast or a viral video, or it just, it's a lot of things just fell into the right place at the right times. Right, right, right. Well, what's great about that podcast is um, you and Nick, uh, in one way or another, kind of saved it, if you will. Uh, because with Luke's passing, which was tragic, absolutely tragic, um, I remember saying to myself, oh, man, you know, where are you going to find another guy like, like that? You know, I mean, he was one in a million. And Fuad was, was like, he must be really good at picking people who are good at chemistry. He didn't pick anybody because I actually reached out to him and said if he needed any help, I'd help him. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. He didn't pick anybody. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't know that. So it's even, he's even luckier. So because you and Nick, but that's how special Luke was. It takes like. But Nick hasn't even been on it in like the past six weeks. Yeah, he, uh, he's doing some kind of, uh, he's doing the Arnold, right? He's prepping for the Arnold. Yeah, he's taking like a hiatus Still, he's done competing. Uh, I mean, I guess I can understand that, right? We just said it before that it's difficult to balance everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. But what you got, what you and him, it is hilarious. The chemistry between you and him is hysterical. It really, even my wife that knows nothing about bodybuilding, zero. It's just, I mean, it's just a phone call. That's what I tell everybody. I'm like, I don't act any different when I talk to them than I talk to my buddies on the phone. And to me, it's just like a two hour phone call. Right, 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 right. Literally all we do is talk about bullshit. But what's, 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 what's funny is that you have this great, Great sense of humor. And me and my wife, will, I mean, it's hilarious. But then you kind of have this other side that uh, you have a bit of a, a temper. And we had that, you had that video go viral with, uh, in the gym. I wasn't, I wasn't, and see, people think that that was a temper. That wasn't, a, I wasn't even, I wasn't even mad. Because that, <laughs> that was like at a six. That, was, that wasn't even a six. That was just like a fucking three. It was just like a get out of my life. <laughs> like, that's what people are like, oh, you got mad. I'm like, hey, you glaive. Anybody thinks says I'm mad. Like somebody came up to me in the gym because I'm very forthright and I don't really care. And especially people that think they know me. I had a kid come up to me in the gym and he was like, oh man, I just want to say, you know, I saw all the, all the things people were saying about you. I just want to let you know, you've always been like a really good guy. And I, you know, 
don't let those comments bother you. And I turned around and I go, the fact that you just said, don't let those comments bother you shows you have no fucking clue who I am. Right, right. I'm right. like, because none of that shit ever fucking bothers me. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. like, so don't say, don't let it bother you. I go, because that means you're acting like you know me and you don't. Right, right, right. right. Don't say that. Because it, that shit doesn't bother me. Yes, Never have. Some, uh, some comments uh, to the bodybuilders really do, and they kind of go off the deep end. We've seen it with Phil. We saw it with Bonac, uh, even, with, even with Ian a little bit. Yeah. I mean, my, my attitude is you, you guys are, are, are the champions. Just ignore it. Like something like you do, just ignore it, you know? I mean, I go back at people because I find it funny sometimes, like when I'm just <laughs> on my phone, I want to be an yourself. asshole. Right. But yeah, I entertain myself. But I don't ever allow somebody else's opinion who is not successful or less successful than me. Because think about it, if you were actually a successful human being, would you actually be on Instagram trolling everybody else's shit and yeah, it wouldn't even be making those kind of comments? Probably not. So there's a 99% chance you are either young, dumb, or unsuccessful if you're doing that. So I do not allow unsuccessful people or people still living at home with their parents in the basement at 13 years old just trying to be assholes I don't allow that to bother me. I'm 39 years old. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very successful at what I do. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a very, very um, good life that I enjoy. And I post what I post and I read the comments and I read every comment, every single comment, read everything oh, everybody good. says. And the good, I'm like, oh, that's nice. And the bad, I'm like, mm, it's too bad stuff for them. Yeah. I mean, you guys I don't know are how people can't. I don't know. I honestly don't understand how people let it bother them. Well, that's uh, social media has given birth to criticism to bodybuilding outside the judging, right? Well, football players. No, it, see, you, you're bubbling everything. No, it's okay, giving okay. criticized to everything. Oh, I see what you're saying. But what I was saying is other sports like uh, football, basketball, baseball, you know, you get the Monday morning quarterback, uh, the, the, the radio shows, the ESPN, you know, criticizing where is bodybuilding didn't really have that until social media if you will well oh, well we weren't on tv so we right. i mean but you're talking i mean that's now 10 years ago social media right. started 10 years ago right right, right. In 2011 2012 was when instagram started and facebook i think was 09 yeah that's right that's right so that's i mean right. you're going i mean 09 seems like right around the corner but you're talking yeah you know, a you long know, time a long yeah, time ago yeah absolutely right you happen to be right yeah it's uh but I guess uh, I guess it was an adjustment period, but uh, it still bothers some some people. But my attitude is, you know, you guys are the champions. Just like like you said, just let it let it go. Everybody's gonna hate any anybody that is uh, uh, in a spotlight of some way, shape, or form. Are always gonna have some sort of negative um, content thrown at them, and that's just life. Yeah, even people that aren't in the spotlight that have five thousand followers are gonna have people that say stupid shit to them. It's just part of life. Right, right, right. No, you're right. And that's kind of how you know you made it when people start shitting on you. I mean, yeah, I, and more, more so, you know, you made it when it, you have to figure out how to deal with stuff like that. Mm -hmm. then, then you can see what kind of person you really are and how much you really made it by how you fucking react to a situation like that. Right, 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 right. No, you're, I, I couldn't agree more. A absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I actually asked this to, to Jose uh, Raymond. I interviewed him last night. Um, you've had seven wins. What was the uh, the time where you came in second that stung the worst? Like the the worst second place that was like, oh, I should have had that. I mean, I took second a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. 
What does he think I'm going to say? The one when he beat me? Because I'm not going to say that. No, no, he didn't say that. He said the Olympia one was the one. Uh, oh, when he got second, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say the one that really pissed me off. The, the one that put, pissed me off. Mm, that there's 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 three. I took second to Charles Dixon twice post Olympia, and he should have never beat me at those shows ever. Not one of them. And he knows it. And he said it both really? times we were there. Yes. Um, but the time that Aaron Clark beat me in 2014 at the New York Pro, that would have been my first win because I won it in 15 and 16. I he shouldn't have beat me at that show. Yeah, what, and the I only know. reason the only reason why he won is because I won Dallas the week before and I was already qualified for the Olympia. Because I guarantee if I didn't have a qualification, I would have won that fucking show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. That well, whatever happened to him? He was a pretty good bodybuilder. <laughs> You gotta look at the score sheets. He just competed a couple weekends ago with me. Really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. I guess he didn't do so well. I'm assuming. He, he beat me. Took he took sixth or seventh in Tampa. I took dead last. Really? Oh, see, that's I guess I'm uh, out of touch. Uh, well, the two twelve classes are, are blowing up. I mean, there's a lot of guys in the two twelve. A lot of talent. New talent. There's a lot of guys. I don't know many of these guys' names anymore. Yeah, me neither. Every time I see somebody who wins, like the guy who won the Puerto Rico Pro that you were at, I didn't know who he was. Um, I don't yeah. know, don't even remember. And I, you know, and there's a, just a lot. It's, it seems to be like one of the yeah. deepest, not the deepest class, you know. It's growing, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, the guys are flip flopping classes now, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Guy, I'm going to let you go because I know you're exhausted and you're tired. I just really appreciate you doing this, dude. Anytime, and, man. And listen, um, you, you know, I said this, again, I said this to Jose, but one, <laughs> thing, one thing about having your own podcast is you can reach out to people that you admire, not people you have to uh, yeah. interview. And, uh, you know, you're one of the guys that I've always admired and because I've been a hardcore bodybuilding fan my whole life. So... Um, you really enjoy this shit, huh? A lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love it. I'm actually, I'm actually, you know, trying to push it. I'll be, I'm trying to advertise and make commercials and put it on other people's YouTube channels because I really want this to grow. You Are know? you, uh, what, what, you, you still trying to compete? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the actual YouTube channel itself that I have. Oh, I thought you were going to push it like, push, like, push the. No, 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 no. Like, like yourself, I know my limitations, and I knew my limitations a very long time ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's fine, man. But listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go, dude. I really appreciate it. And again, Keith, you know, the the podcast is great. It's hysterical. It's, I appreciate it. It's man. entertaining, and you know, you had a tremendous bodybuilding career, man. You're a true champion. Oh, uh, dude, I appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Of course, man. No problem. Thank you again. All right, John. Appreciate the time, bro. Take care, man. You good.